Welcome to the Mind Your Body podcast. My name is Jenny Helms, and I'm an emotional eating coach and marriage and family therapist. I help people address the roots of their disordered eating and body image issues. I'm Lisa Perkins, owner of Primal Transformations. I'm a certified personal trainer and precision nutrition coach. I use a paleo framework to help clients transform their health, body, and life. The Mind Your Body podcast is all about empowering you to live your best life. We aim to grow a community of empowered women who are ready to transform their health and lives using a real approach that is all about getting back in touch with ourselves and not fueled by self-loathing. This journey requires a healthy dose of humor, perspective, and self-compassion. Our goal for this podcast is to help you achieve sustainable results that you get to keep. Please remember, the following podcast is not intended to be a substitute or implied to be medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare provider when making changes to your diet and lifestyle. Welcome to the show. This is a Mind Your Body podcast, episode number 11, Accumulating Small Wins. I like the sound of that. I like winning. (laughs) Hashtag winning. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I think we don't talk enough about winning. No. In our lives. No. Especially as women. Well... Yeah, I would say most of us probably don't unless we're narcissist. Good and point. then, you know, maybe we do. Right. But right. <laughs> I think most of us don't celebrate our wins enough. Yeah. 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 So I think, you know, what we wanted to talk about today, of course, Jenny and I have been sitting here talking about this for, you know, an hour and a half. So um, <laughs> we always, we should record way sooner than we do. But basically, we want to talk about the kind of life-changing magic of accumulating small wins throughout our day and highlighting them, celebrating Mm -hmm. them, sharing them Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Yep. Yep. And how, you know, I think most of us, our default is to just kind of pick out all the things that were wrong about our day or our failures or what we didn't do well. And a lot of people, especially if you're goal-oriented, I think that that's what you, you'll do as well, thinking, oh, if I'm just hard enough on myself, mm-hmm. um, then somehow, magically, that will make me change and do right. great things. Right. And, you know, and in our society, that's kind of how we're wired to think. But we don't take enough stock in the wins and giving ourselves credit for those small victories that mm-hmm. happen day to day and setting us, like, setting ourselves up basically to be in a mindset of, like, gratitude mm-hmm. and really, you know, on, honestly, I see it as reality mm-hmm. because again, I think we're all really good at seeing the negatives usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so oftentimes seeing some of those positives just brings us back into a more real picture. Sure. Right. It's not that we're going yeah. into la la unicorn totally. land, but that we're no. like actually totally. being real about, Oh, that part was not so great, but also that part was. Right. And I totally agree with that. I think that, you know, we talk so much about the power of small choices, of owning each individual decision, kind of each being in the moment, Mm -hmm. creating awareness around our choices throughout the day, right? We're kind of holding space to maybe make more conscious decisions, that kind of thing. And so many times, maybe that means we are upgrading our decisions, but at the end of the day, I know my default is to just, you know, critique myself 
for the only things that stand out for me are the four or five things that maybe I didn't nail, that I didn't get done, that I didn't do in the way that I wanted, or the conversation that didn't go how I wanted it to or whatever. And that's what stands out for me, not the 98% of things that went well. Right. 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 And it's it's funny how we will focus on the things we don't want to do and, and what we did wrong. And that's really putting our brains in a space to not to grow necessarily. Like we're actually just focusing more on those wrong things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think the, it's fear. You know, I, think, I think we're literally being in that fear-based mindset. I mm-hmm. think that's, I know for me, that's where that kind of comes from and that's what it feeds yeah. is that frenetic sense that I can never catch up, that I'm going to fall behind. And the problem with this is, I mean, if that works for you and feels motivating, I guess, great. But I know for me that I'm like already exhausted tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Because all these five things that I didn't get done now carry over to already a full schedule the next day. And so I'm already in that frenetic kind of fear-based, you know, hamster wheel mindset mm-hmm. for the next day versus, gosh, I'm going to get up tomorrow and I am going to do my best. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show up in each moment. I'm going to stay in my integrity. And at the end of the day, gosh, yes, I'm sure I will have some things that carry over because mm-hmm. I'm challenging myself to do lots of things. Yeah. But I'm I'm also going to celebrate all of the things that were great, well. yeah. that went well, that, you know, made my relationships better, whatever, my business, my health, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it just can really help us build momentum, rebuild trust with ourselves, feel motivated, feel excited. I mean, shift things back into like a fun mindset. Yep. Versus that, like what you said, the fear and the worry based mindset. Yes. There's a, there's a quote that I can't think of the author of it. Tim Mm -hmm. Ferriss actually quoted it and it was saying that Worrying is like praying for that thing to happen. Oh, interesting. And so it was pretty impactful for me. And I mean, obviously, I know that worry isn't, you know, useful in in many senses. But the fact is we're actually in our brains, you know, we have this attribution bias where we will try to be right about things, even the things that we don't want to be right right and that we worry about. Right. And so when you're like manifesting worry, like you literally are setting yourself up more so to actually experience the thing that you're worried Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Um, just like that, you know, I'll never get anything done. It's like, well, you're probably going to feel like that the next day. Right. And guess what? You're probably going to feel like that next week too. Right. If you keep on manifesting like that. Well, you're thought, literally you know, I never flooding that prefrontal cortex done. with right. cortisol and mm-hmm. you're not going to be in a creative headspace, yeah. a calm mindset. Or you might be putting so much on your list that honestly you never can get anything done. Right. Right. And so it's kind of looking at how you're really kind of setting that up for yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, unconsciously setting that worry to become truth, Mm -hmm. you know? Right. But yeah. So anyway, I was just thinking about that. No, I think that is very powerful to highlight. And Yes, it comes back to being the CEO of our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Of prioritizing the things. Episode 10. Right, exactly. <laughs> Listen to episode 10 if you haven't listened to that because yeah. 
it really is figuring out, okay, what truly matters to me to move my life forward. I had a powerful session with a client today and we were talking about how as women, you know, maybe more so women in my age range, kind of the way we were raised, we have this, many of us have this pressure that we put on ourselves 100% to do all of the things you know, around home and, you know, holiday decorating and making the magic and that kind of thing. In addition to if we have a full-time job and in addition to being healthy. And so you're right. We are literally, I mean, honestly, probably having three or four full to-do lists, Mm -hmm. right? That are kind of running simultaneously (laughs) and holy smokes, talk about setting yourself up for, you know, a train wreck of overwhelm and stress. And so that's, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there and that's not what we're focusing on here. What we're trying to, I think, offer is another tool for thinking about moving towards whatever your goal might be. Living your life in a less fear-based, less frenetic manner that, okay, if I can slow down, if I, if my goal is to really notice and accumulate wins throughout the day, it's almost a way to gamify and, you know, make it fun. You know, if I know that I'm going to share this little pile of wins with a friend or my partner or in my journal later, I'm going to kind of have fun with that mm-hmm. versus the yeah. traditional approach that, right. you know, I could have, you know, I could go to the gym or not go to the gym. Well, you know, both of those stink Mm -hmm. in my brain, right? My brain just wants a goodie. Neither one of those feel like, you know, a pleasure. Right. My, you know, it's that difference between pleasure and happiness. Yes. Right. Like our brain wants in the moment pleasure. Mm Mm-hmm where goal setting is about long-term happiness and, oh my gosh, there's some tension there. Well, and it's interesting because when we're just always thinking about those goals, like, you know, there's a difference between, I think what happens in our society is we're a very dopamine-based society where we're always, we're always wanting to get that goodie, right? And that's the goal-oriented thinking. But where we struggle in our balance is figuring out how to celebrate now and be here and that's more of the serotonin oh, so based stuff. Right. And so that's where like some of the eastern stuff has come in and that's not we're not here to talk about all of that but just this is a strategy for helping you gain some insight into enjoying the moment now. Enjoying the process. And creating some more balance yes. so you're not just always in the I will be happy when kind of mode so and good. more in that so I get to be happy yes. along this journey. Yes. Yeah. So this is a way to start making slightly better choices, whatever better choices, whatever that means to you, you. right? So starting to make those from a place of love and excitement rather than fear, rather, you know, not focusing on what I want to eradicate in my life, but what am I moving towards? Yeah. You know, what am I creating? And that does not necessarily have a tangible result. You know, one of the things I was saying, we'll talk about what we mean when we say wins, but I mean, it might look like you sitting on the couch with a cup of tea in front of your Christmas lights versus feeling compelled to get up and go match all the socks and organize the garage. Right. I would call that a huge win. Yeah. 
Right? Well, and especially... For me, it would be. Especially if you struggle with anxiety and that sense of, like, I have to do all the things. If you're able to just yes. kind of enjoy that yes. time, that's a huge... Not thing. with your phone, not with, you know... Not with your phone. Right? Yeah, that's just a good point. Actually just getting quiet for a minute and letting your brain have a break. Yeah. I mean, so so I guess, you know, we want to kind of expand. We're not just necessarily talking about, did you eat the apple or the cake? Right. Right. We're talking about all, a lot bigger, you know, All the wins picture. that can happen yep. throughout your day. Yep. yep. So, so let's kind of go through what we're talking about. Um, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot together is the importance of having integrity yep. with ourselves to mm-hmm. really learn to be honest with ourselves. And again, that doesn't dictate a, what a choice will look like. It's just being honest with yes. ourselves and not creating stories, you know, or excuses, but to set intentions that are realistic and healthy and follow through with those things. And so mm-hmm. if that is the goal, then maybe a win for you would hopefully align with, you know, that objective. So again, we're not just talking about food and body or exercise here. So do you want to go through some examples? Yeah. So a small win for you might be, you know, not hitting snooze. Um, it could be taking time to eat your food. I know that's something that I personally Huge. struggle with. And I even today was like, all right, I'm going to sit down and have lunch and mm-hmm. not do anything else. I love it. Even though that can be tough. Oh, it is. Especially if you're on the go and just, you know. And you're eating real things. food, which takes a lot of time it to It does. Eat. You have to chew it. Yes, you actually have to chew. <laughs> you, it's not just like, you know, sipping it through a straw or anything. Sure. But yeah, no, it's, it's definitely something that, you know. Yeah, I guess I could call that a win for me today. Um, and, you know, just those those things that, um, you know, that you may not necessarily recognize as wins, but just, you know, even those moments where, okay, I was making this, this bad assumption about this person and this mm-hmm. interaction, and then I was able to kind of come back from it and say, wait, I don't really know what they're thinking. Like, I can't read their minds. Right. <laughs> Maybe they're just having a rough day. Like, even that could be a win for you to just be able to, shift a behavior or shift something about your day that normally would have, you know, led you to feel, yeah. And led Mm -hmm. you to feel less in alignment with yourself. I love that, you know? And so, yeah. And even maybe being able to look back on a behavior and say, okay, that happened, but I also don't have to go into the shame cave about it. That's That's a win, right? That's good. So taking credit for those little things, I feel like, you know, I know that you and I do this in our coaching relationship where we'll point out a lot of people's wins. Like they'll talk Mm -hmm. about something and we'll be like, take credit for that. Take credit for that win. And so helping people, helping for yourself, this is a gift for you to learn how to do for you because we do that for our clients so that they can learn to do it for themselves. So so good. I mean, one of the, that's funny because I pointed out a win with a client today and in her case, it was about finally reaching out and asking for help about some, you know, (laughs) health issues she'd just been kind of feeling neurotic about that. Are these real? Are they not? Mm -hmm. Well, she finally reached out, you know, to somebody and that was so hard for her. Mm-hmm. That is a huge win. And so we we want you to really be thinking outside the box. Again, this is, yes, this can have to do with, did I, you know, 
pass by the treats at the meeting and bring a healthy snack instead. Yeah, it could have to do with that, but it could also have to do with did I create a pause in a conversation versus just lashing out and, you know, kind of hyper reacting? Was I able to, you know, own my response? Huge. I mean, all of that is huge. And yeah, we do talk a lot about health and body on this podcast, but the reality is that all of these things cycle back to all of our other choices. When we feel out of control or in drama in any area of our life, it's going to manifest in other areas. Yes. So it is, as we probably say every time, it's about slowing down Mm -hmm. and just, you know, making choices that feel in alignment in that moment. But like you said, even if you didn't, it would be a win to not over-dramatize it. Yes. And not shame yourself. I mean, that that is so huge. This is all about getting back on our own team. Yep. And yeah, and the, the way that I, that I interpret getting back on your own team mm-hmm. is getting back in alignment with yourself yes. versus making about who yes. you are when you when you struggle with something. Right. Right. And I, I still, I'm still working on this piece. I mean, I've, yeah, I've got it figured out in terms of the food and exercise, but in terms of some of my parenting challenges Mm. and, you know, some business things, boy, my default is to totally make it mean something about myself or just highlight all of the ways that I feel like I messed it up. And that's, you know, it's been, it's been interesting and that's where, you know, this process has been so necessary Yes, for me. And it's yes. not about, I think that this could be misinterpreted as we're trying to trick ourselves, mm-hmm. maybe ignore things that aren't going well. I think this tool is for people whose tendency, which is probably most of us, to mm-hmm. be hypercritical. Right. You know, this isn't for people who are always letting themselves off the hook right? over everything. But I don't, I think that's a probably a minority, right. real minority of people. Right. Would, wouldn't you say? Well, what and, do you think? And I think that part of this is that you're really celebrating something that actually happened. Do you know what I mean? It's not that you're creating yeah. some false, like, I believe that I can, you know, be this way. It's totally. You're literally showing proof that you're moving in the right direction. I love it. And giving yourself, and again, noticing that yes. versus staying in that fear-based yeah. mind mm-hmm. that we're, yep. we're already going to notice all the things that we're screwing up. That's just the way our, our brains right. are wired for mm-hmm. most of us. At oh, least. for sure. It's a survival um, mechanism. It's a survival yeah, mechanism. Sure. So it's really about getting into reality. That's how I see it. Yeah. Not, no, you know, I, that's a very good point because, you know, most of us are living our day through the stories we've created in our head yep. that I'm somebody who always screws things up. And you're right. That tends to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. If you're, if you're saying to yourself, well, I eat great all day, but then from dinner to bedtime, I just screw it all up and yes. snack the whole evening. Well, that's a very shame-based, self-limiting belief, but it's also prescriptive. Yes. <laughs> right? Well, and the other part too is, you know, one of the funny things I was, I was talking with a client about today is um, they had a story about themselves that they were a failure because okay. they had made some big mistakes in their career. Right, right. Um, 
And now they're doing really well in their career and they still feel like a failure. So yeah. how powerful those like, oh, yeah. you know, oh, and they're, yes. they're nitpicking themselves for all the mm-hmm. things they don't, you know, they're mm-hmm. not doing well or the things that they're worried about in the future going wrong. So it's like, even if you're actually not mm-hmm. failing in that area, so to speak, if you have that mindset, it's going to still, you're going to still well, like find all the sure. reasons as to why you're failing. You know, you, you know, think even of, if it doesn't you think of like the amygdala, how if you've run across a snake before, mm-hmm. you are going to be much more likely to mistake that stick for a snake. Right. right? It, our brain gets primed to look for repeated dangers. Right? right. And so if there is something that we have, you know, flubbed up in the past, then we're hyper vigilant to be on the lookout for those for things any to potential right, to do it. Exactly. Yeah. For those things to repeat. And you're right that, I mean, it's so self-limiting and then we really hold ourselves back. And this is definite, this resonates for me for sure. And so what we're trying to do is offer you a way to shift into a more gratitude-based, like, let's really highlight all of the things that were right and good in your life today that Mm -hmm. you did, like you said, like, I made this happen, or I made this not happen by saying no to something that doesn't serve me, right? Right? Which held space for me to do something that does, Mm -hmm. you know? So... That is going to help us build confidence that we can, you know, get that ball rolling moving forward and kind of start to unpack that narrative that, you know, I always fail at things. It's like, look, here's the proof right here that I am clearly moving in the right direction. I am retraining my brain. I am, I can do hard, slightly harder things. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, I don't know, for me, that has just been such a game changer. Yep. Me too. Yeah. It's really fun. But, you know, Jenny mentioned something we were talking about, you know, what are wins and, you know, I'm coming up with things like you planned a fun weekend activity instead of waiting until the weekend and then you don't have anything fun to do. You know, I'm thinking of kind of nuts and bolts things, but Jenny came up with the importance of noticing and celebrating other people's wins. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I just thought that was so good. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of part of seeing more of reality is being able to, you know, share the whole like concept of winning and celebration and being in the moment with other people. Mm-hmm. And so, if we're able to really notice other people's wins and encourage them and, and let them know that, like mm-hmm. it also it manifests in the way that we treat ourselves too, and we're yeah. more able to do that for ourselves. But it's also it's sharing that. It's really yeah. you know being able to. You know, you know, I have a slightly different take on that. So okay. I'm yeah for sure just. I don't. I'm not saying mine is correct. I just wonder. Mm-hmm. I feel like we almost have to kind of have the ball rolling on celebrating our own wins mm-hmm. before we can hold space and feel confident enough to celebrate other people's wins. Because I feel like it kind of comes back to that like highlight reel of social media that all we're seeing is other people winning, and so yeah. we contrast that with how we're nitpicking ourselves. And it's really hard for us sometimes to see all the winning that -hmm. somebody else is doing until we start to build back that, you know, belief in ourselves and have some gentleness and, you know, 
some sense of reward. Yes. And that allows us to kind of calm down enough and not feel like it's a zero sum game. Yeah. If somebody else is, you know, losing weight and we feel like we're not, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard. It's hard. That makes it harder to celebrate that when we can start to notice, well, maybe my weight hasn't moved yet, but look at all of these healthy changes that I'm making mm-hmm. that maybe would allow you to, to be, to be more generous, and, to be in know, that celebrate. place of generosity and just to me, it's like a standing down. It's like a deep breath. You're not in that clenched, fear-based, you know, mm-hmm. seeing other people feeling comparison, you know, that comparison yeah. to other people when obviously it's not a competition. Yeah. Well, I know for my own experience and then like some of the things I help encourage my clients mm-hmm. to do, I will say it is harder okay. when you're in a place of feeling insecure and not feeling good about yourself to naturally do that. Yes. But that to practice it, mm. even like kind of fake it. Oh, I know it sounds weird to say, okay, fake it, but like it's actually kind of what they call like a DBT skill. Sure. To fake it can sometimes help you just get your mind in a different space. Is DBT do better thinking? Is that <laughs> no, it's oh, dialectical okay. behavioral. Okay. I like my therapy. Better. But I like I like do better thinking. I okay. like that. We'll go with that. Um, okay. But yeah, no, it's that fake it till you make it because when you're when you're sure. in a bad place, but you're able to celebrate somebody else and say, okay, me celebrating their wins mm-hmm. doesn't, it's not going to make me negate. lose. Right. Yeah. It's not yeah. going to make me lose. And in fact, like we get kind of a, like a relational kind of connection burst of energy from that well, I like too, that. you know, and just being mm-hmm. able to really, yeah, be grateful for people's wins like it's just it's just such a relational kind of highlights our, our interconnectedness mm-hmm. a little bit and more helps us, yeah mm-hmm. helps us I get like out that. of that funk a little bit more even yeah. if we can't do it for ourselves well yet, it goes back know. to what we talk about all the time that we are all kind of in our little isolated shame caves yeah well there's well, when nothing we're, when we're, we're tr- insecure about something right. yes but yeah. i mean a lot of us spend a lot of time yeah. there versus coming out and just the whole package mm-hmm. like I mean, the reality is every single one of us is some combination of winning, hot mess, in process, <laughs> right? I that's mean, seriously, yeah, every one of point. us, there, you know, think about it. Like, you've got stuff dialed in, that, you, but you're still working on things in other areas. Mm-hmm. Me too, for sure. And, you know, people might look at us and go, gosh, they've got it all figured out when it comes to food and body. It's like, yeah, but you might be a business coach. Let's talk, right? Yeah. That doesn't... Or you may know how to market in ways right. that we're just like... Exactly. Eh, and so that? <laughs> it's that leveling the playing field that we need to understand that just because somebody might have leveled up in a different way in a certain area, we're all in this together. Yep. And that nobody's all good or all bad, you know? Yeah. That was like a powerful thing for me to learn when I was oh, really struggling so was just true. to like honor the fact that, you know, when I was, even when I was feeling really bad about myself, it's like, well, can I find one good thing? Oh, it's so big. Can I find one good thing that I'm like, you know, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not even happy about, but it, you know, cause I'm thinking about some of my clients that are just, sure. you know, they're in a really bad place and they look at me and they're like, are you kidding me? But I'm like. Is there one thing you can find? And, you know, even from things they say, I'd be like, you know, I think you like this about you. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you're right. I do. I do like that. And that, and that, (laughs) okay. So, so what that sparks me, just you, even you saying that. Yeah. 
that's like, oh gosh, I think I might feel narcissistic if I start to do that. I mean, I I can check that. I understand that's not what it is. But I do think that as women, our tendency is to be self-deprecating, to Mm -hmm. someone compliments us and we're like, oh yuck, that old thing or this old hair. (laughs) What You know what I mean? Like we're we're so quick to... um, refute that, I guess. And so doing it for ourselves, I think there, I, there may be some unconscious resistance to that, that does that mean I'm full of myself Hmm. if I celebrate? And so we want to be clear that this is not about making you some egocentric navel gazing, you know, megalomaniac. This is not that this is literally helping to kind of rebuild your mojo and your mm-hmm. soul so that you can be the best version of yourself for the good of the world and the you know holding space for other people and this isn't about just you know oh look at all my winning yeah this is not that that's yeah but i think that you know true confidence i mean to help you kind of put yes. it in perspective is just being able to be honest about your strengths and your weaknesses that's so true and we all have weaknesses so just just being real about where you are in that process and like owning where you are and if you're good at something own it like i mean not like right. in the sense that i am the you know or that you're the getting best, better you know, that at you are, something, that, that you're working on it. To be able to say thank you if someone's like, wow, yes. you just that was an amazing talent that you have. Like to mm-hmm. say thank you. And, oh, it's you know, huge. But, but also at the same time, I, I don't know. I just, I'm not too worried for, at least for most of my clients, I'm not too worried that they're going to go into the narcissism. Oh, I'm thing, not worried about it even but remotely, but I think that that can yourself. be an unconscious fear yeah. that this feels weird. Yeah. To highlight these wins for myself because that seems narcissistic. Yeah. I mean, obviously, a narcissist wouldn't think those things, right? No. Well, so so yeah. I guess I'm just trying to put out there, if you feel this kind of you know, sense in, in your belly that, well, this just, I'm not sure that I could go back through and do this, that this is honestly just another tool to help you calm down, enjoy your life a little bit more, and move towards the best version of yourself or your goals in a way that is not punitive, it's not based on restriction, it's not based on shaming yourself, mm-hmm. right? It's well, just an, a, the flip side of that. Can I add something about sure. the narcissism? Because I am trying to kind of flush this out even in my own head. I'm like, okay, how can we frame this so people can understand it? I think you'll know if you're struggling with like, these wins being about narcissism if you're expecting other people to notice them. Ooh, that's good. And if you're expecting mm-hmm. other people to like highlight them and amplify it and put you on a pedestal, narcissism has a way of being like, I need other people that's, to notice it and mm, validate it versus it good. being about, I'm just really validating this for myself. Right. Oh, that's, yep. That's, and so that's, that's kind important. of, yeah. So I just want to like yep. flush that out. Yeah. That, you get to validate yourself and that doesn't make you a narcissist. So, you know, I was telling Jenny that my sort of mental image for this for myself is, you know, having like a little leather pouch of little gold coins that I accumulate during the day. It's not for anyone else. It's literally to help remind me that you're a good person. You're trying. Mm -hmm. You're, You're having integrity with yourself. You are not getting disembodied and, you know, 
eating things that don't serve you. Like mm-hmm. you're pausing. It feels nurturing and kind of fun to me. But yeah, it's not for other people at all. It's not about, oh, look, look at this check I wrote to this charity. Does everybody see it? It's like 12 foot by six, mm-hmm. you know, like you'd see at the YMCA. I mean, it's not <laughs> definitely not about that. This is about rebuilding that relationship with ourself. Yeah. And I, again, I'm always going back to thinking of kind of our inner child of, you know, I think back to the little sticker charts that I would have for my kids when they would, you know, do nice things during the day or whatever. And I just think it's, you know, not that sounds silly, but I just think that we need to celebrate ourselves a little bit more. And the holidays are a nice time to think that way, just to be more gentle, mm-hmm. be more gentle and encouraging with ourselves. Like I'm always trying to kind of reparent myself yep. and encourage myself that, you know what, you got a lot right today. Sure. Let's get curious about the things that didn't go just like I wanted. Did I kind of mix up my priorities a little bit? Did I let something subsume my priorities and that's why I didn't get this one thing done? Sure. I want to think about that, but skip the whole shame, hair, shirt, self-flagellation piece because I know for me, that doesn't make me excited to get back up and try again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, it it really doesn't. But yeah. I think that curiosity perspective yeah. definitely helps. And again, getting that momentum of, okay, I'm kind of moving in the right direction. Like that feels exactly. That feels good. That feels like I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah. Cause yeah, I mean it's it's really just the accumulation of all those small little things. Like even for myself throughout the years, I've had to like be like, okay, if I look at this year, mm-hmm. you know, these were some of my goals. Yeah. Did I get a little bit better the next year mm-hmm. and the year after? And just like a little bit. Not did I achieve that goal. Right. Not did I get all the things, but just to see that just noticeable difference, mm-hmm. you know, and to to make that a part of how we celebrate ourselves and how we celebrate other people. Yeah. No, I love that. And so basically we have just, you know, a kind of a synopsis, simple formula. (laughs) Well, just, you know, kind of, this is not like a complicated process, but I think in order, you know, this is never a one and done. This Mm -hmm. is something that you will have to practice Yep. because it will be very easy for you to do this one day and then have your brain slip right back into Look at me losing yep. all the ways I've lost today. And I know this is true for me. I just have to pay attention to this. So, you know, it's really thinking about however however you want to think about it. For me, it's the little gold coins in the pouch. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of that mentally. But noticing your wins, mm-hmm. you know, during the day and writing them down. Mm-hmm. We need to write things down. And if you're not journaling you should be journaling. Journal. Yeah. It's really important. And or, or process it. Like, I think for me, okay. like, I don't always journal, but I do a lot of processing with yeah. people. Oh, that's good. And so that that's good for too. me is my yep. journaling. And I know not everybody's going to love that. I'm an extrovert, so I like that. But, yeah. you know, journaling is also just get it out in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Like, actually get it out. Yeah. I, I think one of the ways that journaling is powerful is that it allows you space to get objective and maybe get curious about how did all of these things go right? Mm-hmm. Like, again, we're trying to build a success formula. 
yeah. right? Not, we're trying to really iterate our life and say, okay, what were the mindset pieces? Did I have maybe a little more margin in my day today so I wasn't so frantic and I was able to slow down and have that conversation that was meaningful with that person, yeah. right? So to notice what were the ingredients that allowed these wins to occur this is just as important as getting curious about the things that didn't go right. In fact, I would argue they're probably more important. I would argue they're more important. And actually, we, we were talking about You can't argue bit. with me because I just I said will, it. I am gonna... going to argue with you. <laughs> I've chosen it. Um, no, but there's, there's questions that, you know, I've actually... I've thought them before, but they're they're solution-based questions, and they're basically like things that you... You know, in solution-based therapy, you don't think about the problem. You're gen, You're just thinking about the solution mm-hmm. and that actually builds momentum for mm-hmm. you, you know, creating more of that in your life. And so some of the questions that, you know, you ask yourself are like, okay, what was different about this time? Mm-hmm. You know, how was I different? What did, what did That's I do huge. that was different? Yeah. Um, how did I do that? You know, even just asking yourself that, even if you don't necessarily know that right off the bat of your, like right off the bat, you might just be like, huh, how did I do that? Last week I I didn't do that, and this yes. week I did. Yes. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. You know, and just really getting curious mm-hmm. about what was different. Yeah. No, I I think it is key because I think this is how we start to change the narrative. Of, you know, the story that we have in our head about ourselves, like you were talking about the woman who's succeeding in business mm-hmm. now, who wasn't. Like this is how we start to shift that story and how we move through the world, yep. you know, and start to really move our life in the direction that feels empowering to us. So, and the, the last step is, sh- you know, sharing these wins with somebody at the end of the day and have them share theirs. I think that is really neat. Yes. Cause I know? think, you know, what I've noticed about a lot of friendships and relationships, mm-hmm. you know, some of my own in the past and, and I mean, I sometimes can do this in my relationships now for sure too, but not as much as like in the past, but mm-hmm. I'll observe a lot of women mm-hmm. and when they get together, it's like all they do is complain. Totally. Right. Like all so they do true. is talk yep. about all the bad things going yep. on in their lives. And I'm like, why aren't they celebrating the awesome things mm-hmm. too? Like, I'm not saying, Hey, don't talk about sure. anything bad. Cause I'm not trying to put shame on that, but just to balance that out with, you know, making it a habit to share mm-hmm. the wins. But I think that goes back to that social, as women yeah. that we feel like that's not being humble. That's being, <laughs> you know, well, look at me, put the spotlight on me. And I think that being a little more formulaic about it by saying we're going to trade wins, like we're being strategic and this is the plan for this conversation, can start to get us comfortable mm-hmm. with the idea of accepting a compliment, yep, right, of owning the successes and moving, you know, through our conversations and our relationships in a different way. It's so funny how once you start to notice that kind of dynamic that, mm-hmm. you know, the complaining, that, that kind of thing, wow, you can't not see it. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm so grateful that I feel like, you know, it doesn't have to, I mean, it can look like this, like where you literally sit down and you're like, Hey guys, let's talk about our wins or it could just be you initiating it. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes that that. gives permission for other people to just like it does when you talk about 
the things yeah. that are going bad. You know, I totally. just, just really setting the tone and maybe, yeah. you know, trying to find those for other people, noticing it in them is going to be Yeah, helpful. maybe they can't maybe, see that yeah. for themselves or that's not a practice that they're even aware of. It's a value. Yeah. No, I, I love that idea. And, and I do like the idea of iterating our friendships that mm-hmm. way and just kind of upgrading those social interactions a little bit. I, yep. I can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Be in that place where that's all that friendship is. Yeah. I mean, I just, you know, and, and the good news is that when you are around people that are kind of working on building their confidence, working on doing good things out in the world, they're probably going to be more comfortable with this kind of conversation. Yep. Which is exciting. So It's true. So we would love to hear from you. If you spend a few days really noticing some wins and, you know, again, being very creative about what you're noticing, that this is not just about, you know, did I go to the gym? Mm-hmm. You know, what were some other areas where in the past I may have taken the easy route or chosen the choice that, you know, gave me pleasure in the moment, but didn't yeah. make me happy. But this time, you know, I chose this other thing. And again, I think sometimes when we can kind of gamify the process, it makes it a little more fun in the moment to choose the slightly better thing because you know you're going to have that little pile of wins to celebrate at the end of the day. And as, as silly as that sounds, it's that's been a fun thing for me. And so it's worth a shot. It definitely is. And we're going to, we even were talking about this, we're going to work on maybe incorporating this into our conversations where we're, we're talking about our wins initially when we first start it, because I don't think that that's like I think that's innate so good. for us. Yeah, <laughs> but, for sure. But at the same time, I'm, you know, I'm grateful for our friendship because I feel like we do celebrate our yep. wins and we laugh with each other yep. and we give perspective to the, to the not so glamorous parts of life. And so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, definitely being able to be honest. I think that's, you know, definitely not a feature I've had in a lot of friendships in my younger life. I mean, there was a lot more superficial and did feel a little more competitive or something like that. And yeah, it's just, you kind of upgrade your expectations, you know, as you become more aware of some of these things. But especially going into the holidays, I think this can be a helpful way to slightly, you know, improve your choices maybe or feel better about your choices without going into that. I need to be perfect. I need to restrict myself, mm-hmm. right? Maybe what you need is to slow down mm-hmm. and really take some time for yourself and completely understand that that is an epic win Yep. when you do that. So... Let us know. Let us know how this lands for you. If this feels good, if this feels funny, if you feel awkward even thinking about this. I mean, it'd be interesting to hear your perspective. So until next time. Until next time.